NASA has made progress in developing some of its human spaceflight programs, but there's a lot more that needs to be done. Hi, and welcome to GAO's Watchdog Report, your source for news and information from the U.S. Government Accountability Office. I'm Holly Hobbs. NASA has plans to return American astronauts to the moon by the end of 2024. However, the success of NASA's plans depend on the outcomes of two upcoming test flights. In a new report released today, GAO reviewed NASA's progress towards that first test flight, as well as the cost of efforts and the likelihood NASA will meet its 2024 deadline. Today we talk with the director of this report, GAO's Bill Russell, an expert on NASA programs and a director in our contracting and national security acquisition team. Thank you for joining us, Bill. Thanks for having me, Holly. So, Bill, will NASA meet its 2024 goal? It's going to be a big challenge to meet the 2024 goal. We took a look at the human spaceflight programs that are going to contribute to meeting that goal. That includes looking at the space launch system, the Orion crew vehicle, the exploration ground systems associated with those, which is the effort to ultimately get back to land astronauts on the moon in 2024. But before they get there, they're going to have to complete Artemis One, which is basically launching those systems without astronauts going to the moon and back, successfully completing that, trying it again in 2023, this time with an astronaut crew, go around the moon, come back to Earth. And then if all of that goes well, then to launch the actual moon landing mission in 2024. So given that we're in the end of 2020 now, a lot has to go right for the 2024 date to happen. And what's the status of those two test flights? So Artemis 1, which is the first mission where you basically launch an uncrewed mission around the moon and back, was just delayed to November 2021. There's still some key space launch system testing that needs to happen for even the November 2021 date to occur. So depending on NASA's ability to reach that 2021 date is obviously going to impact the next mission, Artemis 2, where you're going to have a crewed flight around the moon and back. Has COVID-19 added to these delays? So far, these cost increases and schedule slips that we account for in our report do not take into account COVID-19 delays. As soon as NASA is able to discern what those are and update its schedule and costs associated with any schedule changes, that's going to place even more pressure on NASA's ability to achieve even the first test flight date in November 2021, as well as the ultimate moon landing date in 2024. And do we know how delays are impacting costs? We do. In our report, we detail a number of cost increases for some of the key systems. For example, in the space launch system, there's been a 42.5% cost increase in their latest baseline. Those ground systems had more than a 32% cost increase, which totaled to $3 billion since the last baseline was put into place. So that's a significant amount of costs, and there's also the associated schedule delays that go along with that. So it sounds like NASA is making progress towards its goal of returning astronauts to the moon by 2024, and it has some important tests ahead that will determine its success. But NASA also faces delays and challenges in meeting that deadline. Bill, NASA missions tend to be complicated and costly. 
In terms of meeting deadlines and cost estimates, how does this moon mission compare to other NASA projects? The Artemis mission is in some ways consistent with how other major NASA projects have gone in terms of there being some schedule delays and cost increases. It is a large, complex effort. It's trying to go back to the moon, you know, after 50 plus years. So it's not an easy task. There have been significant cost increases. On the whole, other major NASA programs have certainly had schedule slips and cost increases as well. Bill, did we make any recommendations to help NASA as it moves forward with its test flights? We did. We made two recommendations aimed at improving some of the transparency and oversight of the key human spaceflight programs. For example, we recommended that NASA establish cost and schedule baselines for some of their upcoming technology needs. For example, the space launch system is going to have a big upgrade called Block 1B and then ultimately a Block 2 upgrade that provides more thrust to bigger, more capable system that's going to be needed for future Artemis missions but they haven't yet set some of the cost and schedule baselines that we think are important before it finalizes some of the key designs. We also recommended to improve oversight of some of those future capabilities that NASA improve the amount of details that it includes in some of its internal reporting on those future systems. And Bill, last question, what's the bottom line of this report? The bottom line is NASA has made progress in developing some of its human spaceflight programs, whether that's the Space Launch System or the Ryan Crew Capsule, but there's a lot more that needs to be done. There are important integration tests and other challenges that are going to really put pressure on meeting the Artemis One goals for November 2021, as well as ultimately reaching the moon in 2024. That was Bill Russell talking about GEO's recent review of NASA's efforts to send astronauts back to the moon. Thank you for your time, Bill. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the Watchdog Report. To hear more podcasts, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and make sure you leave a rating and review to let others know about the work we're doing. For more from the Congressional Watchdog, the U.S. Government Accountability Office, visit us at gao.gov.